Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode contains some conversations that might be triggering for some listeners. If you think that might be you, do check the show notes for more details. How's your crafting session going, Nick? And I think it, I think we're right. We're good. I think we, it, it's fixed. I mean, you know, I'm going to say I'm a bit annoyed that it happened in the first place. You know, who comes in your home and stands on your iguana? That's the thing. I know, but you know what? You are so good at fixing. And when I saw that iguana's leg come off, and I think we must stress it, it's not a real iguana. No, <laughs> it's, but, but... It's, it's our pot iguana that looks like a real but iguana. But it's positioned so well in the house that people do think it's because, real when they see it. And because our purpose. house is yes. full of all sorts, I don't think why, anybody Why would anyone question that it might not be real? Well, let me ask you a question. Because it does look real... How was that even okay to stamp on it in the first place? We're the Speakmans, married couple, very happily, I might add, Eva. Yeah, and we're... <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Yeah, yeah well, you I'm know. Happy. You know, don't you? Uh, well, I've changed therapists, TV therapists, and in total, we've now written five books. Our brand new book is called Everyday Confidence, and as well as writing books, we also spend a lot of time travelling as a family, hosting workshops all around the country. Yep, and the rest of the time we help and share with people how to conquer a whole host of anxieties. So that could be a particular phobia, panic attacks, OCD, or perhaps an eating or relationship issue. Now here on our podcast, we talk through our own unique approach that we've developed over many years. And you can listen in on what others have managed to overcome too, so that you feel confident about making a change in your life. Alrighty then, get yourself comfortable, (laughs) take yourself a nice deep breath, And get ready, because this is Making the Change. How can you not see it? I don't know. You know, what is this? It's three feet long, isn't it? But it is just such a good job that you are so I can fix things. That you are such a fixer. You know, I do like to think of us as fixers generally in in all walks of life. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever it might be. But actual physical fixing, whenever I think of, oh my God, I am so grateful that my husband can fix things, was when we stayed at our friend Mark's new fiancé's house. Remember, so we went to London, we stayed at her house. She lived in the most beautiful area and she let us stay. We had like a whole little floor to ourselves and we're there in the bathroom and Liv knocked my perfume bottle off the top of the shelf and it fell and it only went and hit her porcelain Harrods bin. Honestly, I was like, oh no, what are we going to do? Like just smash the top of it off. It was this beautiful porcelain dustbin in the bathroom with gold leaf around the top of it and I was just mortified 
And I just remember you jumping into action. I still get shivers thinking about it. I thought it. you went, right, there, Eva. I know you went all serious. Right, I go, right. You put okay. your readers on. <laughs> you put your readers on. You went, I remember there was a, somewhere between 15 and 20 different pieces. Fragments. Uh, fragments. And what I had to do is I had to put them together like a jigsaw first and go, right, okay, that one goes there. And then I had to, and the only glue we had was your nail glue. Yeah, it was like surgery. Yeah, but I'm going to say I put it together and it was so good that you wouldn't have known. But guilt got the better of me, and I think it was about three or four days later that I actually rang up and said, "Look, confessed. I've, I've got to be honest. That uh, you know we we've repaired it, but brought you Ben, and I was quite surprised actually because she said, "Well, funnily enough, we're always breaking things, and you know, and I've got some that, that repairs it, and uh, I'll have a look." And she came back and said, "That's a brilliant repair. Yeah. That's fine, thank you." But talking about bins and rubbish, Eva, I remember just about rubbish. I remember when we uh, bought a, a sat nav once and it had Bonnie Tyler's voice on it and that was rubbish you know because it kept telling me to turn around and then every now and again it fell apart (laughs) (laughs) oh very good very good is that you Liv yeah that was actually quite funny it was yes thank you yeah just a little giggle way off oh just the post office oh all right then nothing exciting all right enjoy have a good trip see ya but yeah no if you think about like fixing things and people that we've helped I know that a lot of people contact us don't they and they say things like I'm broken or I believe I'm broken or people will email us write to us get in touch with us saying that either they or a loved one feels that they're broken and our philosophy has always been very much about anything's possible even fixing a gold leaf very expensive Harrods bin. Anything is possible. Any, no, but seriously, any, anything is possible. And and it's funny that we do get a lot of people messaging us on that basis. And the amount of people that have believed that, you know, that it wasn't possible for them to get better or, or to get out of their situation. And yet we've come across and helped so many people to do that. I mean, I think straight away, Russ always springs to mind because I know that Russ, it was a police officer and was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. And because he believed, you know, he'd been to see a lot of people and they told him that he'd just have to manage his symptoms, that he just thought, well, 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 what's the point of carrying on? I can't carry on living the way I am like I am now. And then another one, remember the young, a really lovely young girl, Molly, who was involved in the Nice terror attack? Do you remember that? Yes, and I do. She was on an exchange trip, wasn't she? Again, you know, she she felt that she was broken because I think what was she was so traumatized. She was traumatized, but what was interesting about Molly is that she studied French and she just loved the French language. But after the terror attack, she couldn't cope with anything French because no. it used to it was a trigger. Yeah. The French yeah, language, she had to give it all up. Even because of what she'd experienced, even going out was tricky. Because and the same yeah. and same for Russ because Russ was attacked on duty on more than one occasion. Molly had been involved in a terror attack, which for a seventeen-year-old girl must have been just horrendous. She's away with school, so her, you know her mum's not there. And after those th- those things happened, suddenly their world became smaller, and each of them believed that they couldn't get better. But fortunately loved ones believed that anything was possible and contacted us and then we were able to help them both and both are doing phenomenally well. Literally, I think that that statement, anything is possible, we should have that in the forefront of our minds always because if you believe that anything's possible, then you will look for a solution, won't you? Well, you know, if you look at the big picture there, uh, what I mean by that is that with the exception of nature, everything on the planet has been created by someone. Mm-hmm. So 
anything is possible. What just hit the news is Richard Branson, a 70-year-old man, taking his space concept and flying into space. Incredible. But you know, I'm not sure if that makes him the oldest person to go into space or one of the I think oldest he's, people. I think he's the second oldest from what I was listening to on the news. However, even though, and I accept, even though it might not be possible today, who's not to say that someone's going to develop your answer or create your answer tomorrow? Where if you believe that anything's possible, you'll keep looking. If you believe that it's not possible, then that invention tomorrow, you might not even find out about it because you'd stopped looking. And that is why I think that to believe that anything is possible, it gives you hope, it gives you purpose. You know, we believe anything is possible. I'm going to say one thing that I'd not totally considered before until I heard Russ say it, was that having PTSD was one thing, but being told that you have to live with it and having to live with the symptoms of it pushed him over the edge. Yeah. It was knowing that he had to live with the symptoms with it and he could never get over it that was the problem. He said, Russ says, if he'd been told that one day he could get over it, he said, and even if that was like years off in the future, he would fight it. But being told that you can't get over it, shut the door made him want to consider taking his own life. And I think that's the issue, isn't it? And, you know, we're not just saying here that believe anything is possible because it actually is. But it's our perception on events in our life. It's our perception. perception's everything. Well, it is because it changes everything as well. Because if you perceive that that something's not possible, that it's not worth fighting for, that you're not going to get the outcome that you want, that's it. It's kind of a full stop. Whereas belief in itself will bring opportunities that you won't even realise existed, but because you believed that you'd find a solution, because you believed that there was a way, it will come to you because you will be looking out for it. You'll be looking for opportunities. You know, I, I know that we do this a lot in clinic where we'll say to people, for example, right, look round the room. Like you do this now, Nick, and if anybody, anybody that's listening can do it now. So look round the room and look for anything that's green. So you, are you doing that? Well, I know what you say. Yeah, okay. I say it. I say this all the right. time, okay, so, but, so okay. I know. So you look right, around the, yeah, look around the room and look for anything stuff, yeah. that's green. Okay. Right, okay. Right, now close your eyes yeah. and tell me what you saw in the room that was red. I know. Can you think of anything? It stumps you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It uh, does. And, and usually when I say that to someone... Uh, and I say anything red, I'm usually holding a red pen. Or, right. or I've got a red dress on. Yeah, yeah. And but, they'll go, I don't know, I don't yeah, know, I can't but I'm see like, it. I've been holding it, I've been writing with a red pen, so... Uh, and, but yeah, it's interesting, because yeah, you, you're reason, just directing them. Exactly. Your mind. Because we've directed you to just look for green, you don't see the red. And it's really worth trying that, because it's quite amazing how when you direct your mind, it will just react to your commands. It will do as it's told. So if you tell it that the, a solution doesn't exist, then it'll stop looking. I just can't express enough how powerful believing that anything is possible is, how powerful it is for motivation, for finding solutions, for purpose, for actually being able to step outside of your comfort zone, for actually being able to achieve things that you might have thought weren't possible. But just that belief can help you to find what it is you're looking for, that that little missing link. Totally. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But I know that for a lot of people, you know, we say, believe that anything's possible, but for a lot of people, they actually put self-imposed barriers in the way. And usually, to be fair, because they may have low self-esteem and they've not appreciated how fabulous they are and how capable they are and how resilient they are. But yet, you know, that there's nothing physically that would stop them to be able to achieve their goals and dreams. And, you know, in our work, we've met many motivational, brave and obviously inspirational people from A-list Hollywood actors, and we've been really lucky to meet even gold medal Olympians. But never, I've got to tell you, never, Nick, never, never, never have I felt quite so starstruck or humbled to meet or talk to anyone as much as today's guest. This is a young man that we've been speaking about over the last two and a half years or more at our workshops right across the UK. It's a man born without legs and yet remarkably has been competing for both the Olympics and the Paralympics. He's got a Netflix documentary made about him and he's also appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Welcome from San Diego, America, Zion Clark. Hi, Zion. Hi, guys. Um, I really wanted to thank you for having me on your show. Um, Every chance that I get to share my story and my journey and how I'm trying to make change, I jump for it every time because, you know, from the family that I was given and the chances I got, um, being adopted, I feel like now that I'm set up and I'm starting to do really big things, I can start to give back. Uh, we really appreciate that because you are just probably one of the most incredible human beings that we've come across. And I must tell you, Nick's really old, so he's been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say that I first saw you it was probably about two and a half three years ago I think it was on Instagram and it was some footage of you jumping on a box and I remember looking at it thinking wow who is that guy and, and looking at the box and thinking 
I can't jump that high on that box. Who is that guy? Yeah, I mean, you were and, jumping on that with your hands and we could, we struggled to even jump on a box that high with our feet. So we were both like, wow. I found a, a news article about you. And since then, at our workshops, we talk in our workshops of 12 core schemas or 12 core beliefs that we know will change people's lives. And one of them is anything is possible and you are our example of that because the things that you've done and achieved in your life are nothing short of incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So we know that your start in life wasn't great. Would you be able to sort of share a little bit about that? Um, I was born in the foster care system, you know, 1997. I'm 23 years old now. The first 17 years of my life, I had bounced around between seven to nine homes. That was my life growing up, to put it in a nutshell. It's just anything I did, whether it was right or wrong, I got punished. And it just wasn't a good recipe for anything, especially not for the level of success I have today. Um, because most people under those circumstances, especially when if you were to go through 17 years of suffering, like endlessly, like year after year after year, most people would break from it. Um, there were times I almost did break and I was at the end of my rope before the very last break I think I could have handled. And my um, mother who adopted me stepped in and uh, practically saved my life from a long life of pain, suffering, prison, misery, like everything. Like as a kid growing up, did you believe that you'd been rejected or did you not even think about your, your birth mother and, what, and her motives? When it came to my birth mother, it wasn't about till I was like 14, 15, when I really started to want to know who she was. Me as a kid, I just didn't really care about what was going on. I was trying to make friends at school. I was trying to be a normal kid. You know, I got bullied and all this other stuff. I just wanted to be like, just like everybody else. And that's, that's all I cared about. Funny thing. You know, fast forward, I get adopted. You know, I become a two-time state champ in my high school sports. I, like, everything starts to work out. And that summer after I graduated high school, I'm fresh off of two track and field state championships. And, uh, you know, I, I'm the third person in my city history to ever win two back-to-back -back titles. And so, like, they had these billboards up of my face and I remember the one day I was like, mom, could you take me to the mall to go hang with my friends? I didn't have a car at, the point, at that point yet. She was like, no, take the bus. I'm busy today. <laughs> so I'm on the bus and this lady gets on the bus without a leg. She sits down right next to me and she says, Zion. And I'm just like, I'm thinking like either this lady knows me because we just passed a billboard with my face on it or she knows me because of the, uh, the ESPN thing. But no, this lady was my biological mother. Wow. Wow. By random. And uh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way, honestly. She was just saying, like, how I have such a big family and they would all like to meet me and all this other stuff. And I'm thinking that for the last, like, I don't know, 18 years at this point, I've been in Canton, Ohio. And you've been in Canton, Ohio. And my all my family have been in Canton, Ohio. Where has everybody been? You know what I mean? And that was, at that time was a really hard time for me, but you know, I got some questions out that really helped me grow as 
a man in general because I think I needed to close that door or just rip off that Band-Aid to really just, you know, get a good look at what my biological mother looked like, her features, how she talked, but at the same time, want to know why she did the things she did. And even to this day, I still have questions. Yeah, I'm sure. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of our field of work. And for some reason, she has some emotional wounds that maybe even she hasn't identified. The The, the thing is, though, Zion, despite the fact that you were born with no legs, must have been, you know, so straight away, you must feel different. The fact that you've got to walk on your hands, the fact that you've been moved around from foster home to foster home. And yet, despite those adversities, what created this superhuman Olympic, Paralympic... Did you identify a turning point? Because, I mean, most people in that situation would have given up. What was the pinnacle point for you where you thought, do you know what, I'm going to be different, I'm going to... Be I'm a gonna... success. Yeah. I'm going to be a success. I mean, you are physically, like, insanely in shape. You are so strong. I mean, we've watched some of the films of you running on a treadmill... On your hands and competing and wrestling. I mean, oh, my God, your wrestling skill is just like phenomenal. And and you're wrestling able-bodied men here. You're taking them down. (laughs) So what was the turning point? Like, how do you go from victim to victor? So I've been wrestling for about 16 years. The turning point from the time I was seven was my senior year of high school. Because um, three years prior than that, the first year of high school wrestling, lost every match. Second year, lost every match. Third year, lost every match except for one match. And I did only one thing, right? Then I come back the next year, literally just practice that one thing plus a couple other things I figured out that worked. And I only had about four or five moves in my arsenal for that breakout year that I had. But it was just the point that I drilled them to the point where it was just second nature. It was like breathing to me. I think it was, had to do with a lot of my teammates and my coaches because uh, mainly a lot of it was my family because growing up through wrestling, all the foster homes I went through, not a single foster parent would ever come to a wrestling match, ever. I didn't have a foster parent at a wrestling match until I was a junior in high school. I think the big thing is, and just accepting the fact that you were born with no legs and you're a wrestler. I think we need to come back a bit. What made you decide to become a wrestler? Oh, I was in second grade in my art class. And the art teacher at the time was the head wrestling coach um, for North Canton City Schools. And he approached me and was like, you should be a wrestler. And these guys taught me almost everything I know about wrestling over the last 15 years, 15, 16 years. Did it motivate you because for the first time, somebody actually believed in you? I mean, yeah, for without a doubt. But at the same time, when it came to wrestling, I was just having fun. I made friends in the sport. I, like, I was able to develop a family because I didn't really have one in the sport. You know, that was like the place where I would go to to just blow off energy. You know, if I was upset about something, I could go like spar with the coach and try to do whatever I could to him. And he, no one would be mad because that's why we're in there. And that was just like my time of just peace and zen and tranquility, even though it's like high intensity, I'm at peace. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and I, obviously we know that your mum 
Kimberly. Kimberly, who adopted you when I believe you were 16 and who fell in love with you from the moment she met you, she saw you. is an, just an amazing woman, by the way. She has got so much energy when she speaks about you. Should have hear, you should have heard her in um, high school. My senior year of high school, I would wrestle some of the best guys in the state and in the country just and go to war with them. And my mom, every video that was taken, it, the crowd could be roaring and you, my mom's voice is just piercing like a knife through the whole <laughs> Like, let's go! <laughs> just, I, I know it's her. So you you were training for the Olympics and Paralympics. Is that something that you're still hoping to do? Yes, ma'am. You know, this this year was not my year. I was closer than I think I've ever been. Um, I Amazing. For wrestling, I had to take this year off due to a shoulder injury for track. I was only about 0.5 seconds away from making the U.S. team. But do you know what? You... You you were so cl- nearly there, and next time you will be at peak because you know what it takes. Yeah, and um, funny thing is, all, all these guys I'm racing against have about 15, 20 years of experience. And these guys, like, they've been doing it since they're a kid. I've only been doing this five years or so. Because when I was in high school, I only I joined track and field about three months before I graduated high school. And I only had about a month and a half to train for it. And I wanted to stay champions out of it in a sport that I never knew. And it was just like, all right, I think that, I think this is something I can be really good at if I keep keep going with it. And then, kid you not, the next year I won the Junior Nationals. Set the Junior National record. Um, just did, like, just kept every meet I went to. I break the 100-meter record in that meet. And I'm like this new guy no one's ever heard of. And I'm just out here killing the game. And then I finally get to the point in uh, 2017, I'm going into the world uh, the world championship trials as number two in the country. I'm like the youngest dude there. And all these guys are like late 20s, early 30s, like seasoned vets. I just thought that like, this is something I can be one of the best in the world at. And kid you not, fast forward to now. I'm one of the best at it right now, and I am proud to say it, and I'm confident in those words because I've raced against some of the best in the world, and I've beat some of the best in the world on my best days. So, so let me ask you, so are you, do you intend to compete in the track and field and wrestling? Yes, sir. Wow. Uh, and, and what's incredible is obviously the track and field is under the Paralympics, but wrestling is the Olympics against able-bodied people. So a, a lot of people think that's crazy, but at the same time, like, people are like, that's going to be hard to do. Like, I've had people tell me that, like, you might be better off just focusing on track than wrestling. And I'm thinking, like, no, nah. because, like, I'm a, I'm a college All-American. I'm one of the best at it. I'm a champion in track. Just let me do what I love to do, and you mind your own business, I mind mine, and we're going to see what happens. I love it. So has anyone tried this before to compete in the Olympics and Paralympics? I have no idea. I just know that this is what I want to do because I love both sports. And I just want to do That's something that, I, that my family can be proud about. Well, honestly, sensational. And also what is sensational is that like, we always believe that everything happens kind of for a reason and good comes from everything. And because of your foster care experience... You are now able to, and you do, and you're going on to help other young people who have been in the same situation. I know that you speak to a lot of people, but that you are also very passionate about helping other kids that are coming out of the foster care program. I want to be able to set up an organization so that these kids that age out of the system or 
even if they are in foster homes that don't have a lot of income, I want to be able to help them get into either a trade school, college, or just get them um, a decent paying job just to get them on their feet so they can at least live uh, somewhat of a decent life. So let me ask you, Zion, if you had one message for our listeners, what would that be? Um, life is only going to get harder from here. But how you how you use it to your advantage, how you turn your losses into victories or your losses into learning situations is what makes us special. Because everybody loses, whether you're the president, whether you're a doctor, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a speaker, whether you're just an entrepreneur. I've lost more than I can count. I've probably lost more than I've won anything, honestly. But it's what you take from those losses so when you have that one moment of success, that one moment of success, it's so big, it propels you into new heights. And then after that, the bar just keeps getting higher and you just keep getting stronger. Absolutely. Incredible. And as you know, you learn more from your losses and your failures than you do from your wins. Without a doubt. My um, high school coach, he always used to tell me, either you win or you learn, you never lose. Yeah, no, it's, you know, really, we always say that having losses and, and things going wrong are, are actually what make us stronger, what make us wiser and what help us, what sometimes, like you say, propel or, or push us into the direction that we should be in and out of our comfort zone. And one last thing that I'd just like to say before we let you go is that I love, I was when we were watching the Netflix documentary, I noticed that you had a big tattoo across your back that said no excuses. Yes, ma'am. I still have it to this day. I actually need to get it touched up a little bit. You obviously don't know this, but on those days where sometimes we don't feel like going to the gym or we're feeling like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do it today. We always, and we, this is what we say at our workshops, just think Zion. There's no excuses. You've got to go. Um, I know that your mum in the documentary said a prayer and she prayed to make you a light in a dark place. And I've got to say that you are a light in our world and it is a privilege and pleasure to share your story with everybody that follows us and just want to say a huge huge thank you for being our guest today on our podcast thank you no, thank you my thing is it doesn't matter if you change one life or a hundred thousand lives it's all the same because it still yeah. makes a difference it really does thank you zion that has just proved to me again that anything is possible. Uh, and, and sometimes I think we just underestimate how amazing we are. Yeah, and, and, and I'm so blown away that he that he's just like, well, I, I'm a wrestler. I'm like, yeah, but but when do you decide to be, wrestle? You know, most people just would never even consider no. that. I mean, it's so incredible. Yeah, I mean, his, his Netflix documentary, Zion, it'll put into perspective the adversities that he faces. Well, we call them adversities because we can't imagine any other way, but you know, he's never known any different and he's well, used that adversity actually to build himself. I, I, I think when you consider, when, when you just see a photograph of him and you consider that the adversity that he's got no legs, right? But then when you find out the full story that his mother didn't want him, he's one, and he goes to the foster homes and That's you know, and how he got there. treated. Uh, it's just incredible. Yeah, but what's Honestly. very interesting is his turning point was having somebody that believed in him, the art teacher, the wrestler who was the wrestling coach, and and then getting adopted, and, and getting adopted. Yeah. But it started when somebody believed in him and said, "You know what? You would be good at, and you would be good at wrestling." And when he got told that, and he thought, "Right, I'll give it a go," and he said, "And he thought, yeah, I am." And this is why, follow your heart. 
try different things because not only does that build your confidence, but it gives you the opportunity to meet people and it gives you that chance to actually maybe stumble across something that you are sensational in, something that really adds value to you, your mood, your happiness, your life, your world. So it's just so important. So I suppose the first thing that we'd like people to, to do is to write down Anything is possible. Yeah, that's what we do. And write it in as many places as you can yeah. because it is true. And the more you write, when you write it down and you're sticking it up on, you know, on your, in your car, your fridge, by the side of your bed, the more you see that word, that, those words, should I say, anything is possible, the more you believe it. Yeah, because that's what we did. If you remember all yeah. those years ago when we came up with these schemas and one of them being anything is possible, we literally wrote them down on index cards, had one on the car, in the visor of my car, we had one in the, in the door of the car, on the fridge in our bathroom, in our bedroom, and we just had these sort of very positive affirmations or our 12 core schemas in, in a visible place just to remind you because it's easy. It, it, you know, life, life sometimes kind of takes you in a direction that you don't want to go in, but you can really ground yourself and bring yourself back by realising and reminding yourself that anything's possible. Also, the people that you have in your life. What Zion said there was was absolutely spot on, having supporters in his life. You know, we, we talk about supporters, draggers and igniters and how important it is to keep, you know, to associate with and have as many supporters and igniters in your life, people that will support you no matter what, people that will stand behind you, people that will actually help you to realise that you're invincible. And you only need one person to believe in you. Mm. That's all you need. But also, to start believing in yourself, what's important is to write down the things that you've achieved in your life because we evolve so quickly, we lose sight of all the amazing things that we've done. And to make a list of all the things that we've done and then say it out loud and say, I did that. Yeah. For example, I bought my dream home. I did that. We had our first date here and nine years after when it came up for sale against the most incredible odds that I won't bore people with, but I bought it. Yeah, or I got that job. I did that. Yeah, you got me. You got that. You pestered me and pestered me (laughs) until I said yes. That is so not true. (laughs) That is so not true. But I think it's really important as well. You said that you only need one person to believe in you. I actually think that that one person actually should be you. But then, after yourself... Someone else to confirm it. Somebody else to confirm it. Yeah. Um, But also, seek out other people who've proven that anything's possible. You know, Richard Branson we spoke about. You know, one of the oldest people to go into space. Zion, Zion Clark, you know, that we just spoke about. Born with no legs through the foster system. And yet... He's just going from strength to strength. And I've also got to mention, you know, one of my role models, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who wanted to be the highest paid actor in Hollywood, but couldn't speak English. But there's just so many. There's just so many people out there that are so inspirational, that have just made a decision and then they've got they. And I think that's another important fact is that have some goals, have purpose, realise what you want out of life because you are more likely to achieve them if you know what it is you're aiming for, if you know what you want to do, because not only does it make you start to look for things and it makes you see things that you might have missed otherwise had it not been something that you made as a clear goal, but even our brain has a, it's called a reticular activating system, isn't it? It's, it's the most incredible thing. It's a sensory gateway into our brain, this reticular activating system. And what it does, it, fi- it makes us see things that are important to us. Yeah, so for example, when you have a new car, 
and you get in that car and you drive out the showroom and then suddenly you see loads of that same car on the road and you think, oh my God, why, how come there's loads of this car? I wanted something well, a little bit different. Where they suddenly appeared from? But, but they were always there. They were always there, but because you'd not told your reticular activating system they were, it was important, you just simply didn't see them. So, you know, if you know what you want, then you're more likely to see opportunities to create what you want and, and know your worth. Realise how brilliant you are. You know, even write a list if you have to. Get yourself a little notebook. Make it a me book. Make it about you. Make it a diary that every day, at the end of every day, you write down all the great things that have happened in your day. Write down all the lovely things that people have either said to you or that you've said to somebody else or somebody that you've cheered yourself up with so that you've got a journal of you, a journal to celebrate how amazing you are. And that in itself will help to build your confidence. I, you know, even if we've never met somebody, I still believe in that person because I know just how amazing a human being can be. And, you know, we've, we've talked to, to Zion today. He's, he's just one example. And Zion is without doubt a champion. I've got to say, just while we're talking about champions, again, you might not know this, but there's a guy got arrested uh, recently and he's the world tongue twister champion. Gosh. Yeah. I don't know what he got arrested for, but I've heard they're going to give him a really tough sentence. Is that a joke? <laughs> I honest to God don't get that. And you don't, dear, and that's the funniest thing. You don't get it. I... <laughs> I'm going to go and cook dinner, I think. We'll look forward to you joining us next week and make sure you don't miss out on that. So subscribe to our podcast on your favourite podcast app. And if your favourite podcast app is Apple, then we'd also love it if you could give us a review. And a rating. And a rating. Five star if possible, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously if you want to get in touch with us, you can do. You can find us on Facebook, The Speakman's Official, on Instagram, at The Speakman's, or on Twitter, the underscore speakments. And we'd really like to know if there's anything in particular that's getting you down. What is it that's stopping you from making a big change? Use the hashtag making the change and we really do enjoy hearing from you. So do get in touch. So that's it for now. So we'd like to thank the incredible and inspirational Zion Clark and also our producer Anushka Tate for Orion Publishing Limited. And of course, not forgetting a big thank you to you for listening so until next time keep keep making making the the change change. bye this podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice we would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or health professional even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market about how you are feeling and also to inquire about counselling or therapy.